Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports and thepowerratings.com. I got Mike here in the studio, Randall and Kenny both on the phone. Welcome to you all. Are you guys ready for um, more football? Can't wait. I can't wait. I know the guys can't wait either. I'm sure Randall's uh, itching to let's kick off another weekend of college and the NFL. Both have been very fun for us. That's right. Absolutely. The, yes, the injuries in the NFL are starting to pile up, Kenny, uh, with some of these teams. Do you think it has anything to do with one less preseason game? Uh, or a lack of conditioning and training? Lack of, yeah. I, I don't think so, because remember last year, no preseason games. Um, and these guys don't play that often in, in the preseason games anyway. And, and I look at some teams, the Rams and Chargers, uh, several of those teams, they don't, they don't even play any of their players. So I'm going to say no. Maybe it's hard to say. These guys are just so much bigger, faster, and stronger than ever, and I think that's what creates injuries. Okay. All right. Randall, you got uh, the next question. Yeah, Kenny. So uh, this past weekend, Buffalo played Miami 35 to nothing, shut them out. Pretty solid trend in the NFL the following week. Uh, to back the team who, uh, you know, lays a goose egg. And so this week you've got Miami traveling to Vegas. Uh, Vegas is a team that I think most people expected, you know, a step back this year. I believe the win total was six and a half. Uh, And I think you've now got a spot where um, the Raiders are definitely overvalued. They beat the Ravens on Monday Night Football in prime time, and then they traveled across the country and beat the Steelers. Um, what do you make of that angle? And do you think that the Dolphins are a solid play this week? Yeah, I like that angle. I'm, you know, a little worried about the Dolphins just overall as a team. I thought they were they were overrated coming into the season. Uh, but this line now, the early line was the Raiders pick with the Dolphins. It was bet to minus one. And then after Sunday, this was adjusted up to the Raiders minus four. Um, I've seen some four and a halfs out there. Uh, there was was some talk yesterday about uh, David David Carr being. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, is it De- Derek Carr? Derek Carr. <laughs> I get them mixed up. I get these two guys mixed up. They two brothers that uh, both play in the NFL. Why couldn't the parents name them with different uh, first names? Uh, <laughs> He's the, but, <laughs> Derek is the better Carr. Derek is the better Carr. Okay, so. Um, there was some talk about him being uh, questionable with the ankle injury, and ankles are, uh, you know, ankles can go either way. Uh, those sprains rank from one to ten, and you can play through it as long as you don't take that shoe off. And, and then once you take that shoe off, it's the thing just swells up, and you're done for a couple of weeks. So that was my curiosity if that could happen. But I'm looking at three and a halfs across the board. I'm going to say, uh, was there value? Yeah, this line was pick them and minus one, and now they're three and a half. It's an overreaction again to week two. So yeah, I, I definitely look for the Raider uh, for the Miami Dolphins to cover this week. All right. Do you like uh, one more thing, Bob? Uh, Kenny, do you like Dolphins in this spot, even if Tua doesn't play, if Brissett's a go? Yeah, I've only got a one-point drop-off, but I really made my number without Tua. I didn't think he'd play. But now what I'm reading and hearing is that 
he's probably going to be able to go. I think Tua is going to be able to go, and they'll also get Fuller back, which that's going to help. Finally, a guy that can stretch the field. But we'll find out if Tua can stretch the field with his arm, and if he can, that'll help open up their offense a little bit. All right, I'm going to inject a little comedy here. Uh, Randall, I'm going to have to give you your own segment because your questions are so long. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you're up next. You've always got to get a jab in there, don't you, somewhere. Uh, we're in week uh, going into week three of the NFL season, and there's this guy that we've all heard of, Tom Brady. Uh, all of a sudden, five-touchdown game in week two. Uh, Kenny, D, is there any value in futures for Tom Brady winning MVP? Well, right now he's the third favorite at seven to one, Mike, and that's that's. Uh, I feel like that's there is value there because if you think about this. I feel like this is maybe a seven-horse race. Um, and you're looking at a racetrack where you got a seven-horse race, and if, and if everybody is you know, pretty equal, um, seven to one is about the right number for everybody in that race. But there, well, that's you know not the case. you got Tom Brady, a team that's going to end up with the best record in the NFL, and with his popularity uh, and, and his success, he gets, an, a, he gets a bonus vote from everybody because of what he's doing at his age. So, yeah, this guy should be about three or four to one, I think, right now. The other guy that does have value, because I think that's in this seven-horse race, is Russell Wilson. He looks fabulous, and he's 15 to one. So... My two bets would be on Brady and Wilson. I'd make a double bet on Brady just for the fact that, you know, that popularity with him, uh, he'll get that sentimental vote for being as old as he is and having the year that he's having. All right, it's my turn. San Francisco defense, Kenny, they, they look awful good. Is that defense the real deal? I have a, you know, they're they're very good. They're just a well-coached team. I right now I have that defense ranked the tenth best in the NFL. Um, I'm not going to be knee-jerk reaction. Um, Patriots defense I have ranked higher. Uh, the Steelers defense now there's a caveat there. If, if uh, T.J. Watt can't go, um, then there there's a couple points off that defense. They drop down. Uh, Denver's defense, the Rams defense, Washington I still have up there. Still have faith in them. Chargers, Eagles, and Carolina Panthers uh, all ranked just slightly ahead of the 49ers right now. But it's a very good overall team. I wouldn't be worried about their running back injuries. There's so many at running back. They're the best running back coach in the NFL. And Shanahan's schemes, running backs are a dime a dozen for most of these teams. They're really a, a nickel a dozen for the 49ers. All right. We are the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, brought to you by Kenny White Sports, KennyWhiteSports.com, ThePowerRatings.com. And Kenny, tell us about Kenny White Sports. Uh, thanks, Bob. Yeah, we're an uh, ever-growing company, and uh, uh, right now we have six handicappers on board uh, that do daily selections and all specialize in uh, in the major sports. Uh, there's stats, uh, uh, odds. There's going to be um, the power ratings are now there. Uh, you're able to purchase the power rings for uh, $19.99 a month. You get all the updated power ratings in the, in the college side, all the projections for every game that hasn't been played yet, and also the NFL, the updated power ratings, updated projections, updated win totals. Just in case you got a book that's actually still still booking those win totals, you still can play them. Um, 
It's a lot of great information. There'll be sports videos up there, information videos, article, written content from some of the best writers in the business. So we're very excited. As I said, the company continues to grow. Um, as soon as we're at uh, full force and we know that uh, everything is working 100% on the website because we're still working out a couple bugs here and there, but we think we're going to be pretty stable after this weekend. We will be adding other handicappers to the site. We've been uh, asked a lot of people uh, some recommended handicappers that are very sharp and that would love to be on the site. Awesome. That's right. KennyWhiteSports.com, folks. Go check it out. Okay, uh, Kenny, college football in week three, uh, what were your surprises from week three? Well, uh, you know, I've been able to say, you know, I've been telling people since June, I think, that this is going to be the best college football season we ever have, and it's going to be the year of the upset. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's a surprise or not, but Oklahoma and Nebraska playing within a touchdown. Clemson, uh, you know, only scoring, uh, I think they scored 14 points. Uh, it, it's uh, That's very surprising to me. But again, I'm not that surprised because as I said, all of these teams are a year older. They have those 10 players on each team plus that have an extra year of experience. And that just makes every team better. There's more parity in college football than ever. Back to uh, overs and unders. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just so curious about that every week. And I, I want to know how you handicap them because the games are so close. But you take that Virginia Tech-West Virginia game the other day, you know, which I bet on, my goodness, it goes down to the wire. These over and unders, I, I just can't get them figured out, man. <laughs> yeah, if uh, Virginia Tech would have been ready to play and they don't give up two quick touchdowns in that game, uh, they got a chance to win, and that game stays well under the total, but it just looked like they were a step slow early in the football game, still sleepwalking. Uh, totals are, um, totals. Are, I think there's several different ways to handicap them. The first way I've ever was taught to handicap them by my dad was find comparable scores of the opponents that they've played, that they're playing. So you, you want to go look back and see if teams that they've played that are slow, teams that have played that are fast, and try to get a get a get a number on that. And I've come up with my own single digit number uh, on, for each team. So every team gets a number, and that number is based off their pace of play, how strong their offense is, how strong their defense is. So a team that plays extremely fast. Now there's an average number to it. In college football, that average number is 28. That would be a team that plays average pace. They have an average offense, and they have an average defense. So you take a team that's fast paced with average offense, average defense, that number is going to look more like 31 or 32, depending on how fast their pace is. If there's the fastest team in college football, probably jumps them up about four points. Now let's make that same team above average offense. We'd add a couple more points to that total. It'd be 34 would be their number. And then let's make their defense below average. Now their number is a 36. So that number now is taken into consideration the pace, the offense, the defense. You compare that number to the opponent's number. And then I have a chart because I came up with an algorithm. Because if you have two very fast teams, if you have two teams that are 36 playing together, you just can't add the two numbers together and say the total should be 72. There's an equation now that I take 10% of anything over 56 because that's the average. 28 is the average for a team. So two teams, that number would be 56. 56 so happens to be the average number of points scored in a college football game over the last five years. That's how many points they score. So 72 minus 56 is 16. 
They're 16 points above what the average is. I divide that in half, and I get an eight, eight extra points to that total and add it on to that 72. My total would be 80. And how I got that was my dad used to always say, comparable scores. So if you've got two fast teams playing each other, you want to use comparable scores when they played other fast teams. If you've got two slow teams playing each other, you want to get comparable scores. And I'd always have an underplay on two slow teams and overplay on two fast teams. And that's what you want. Um, I lost this week on Michigan State Miami over. But man, I lost by a point and a half, and there was no scoring in the first quarter. If they get any type of scoring in the first quarter, it's an easy winner. But uh, that's how I handicap totals, and might have been a little complicated. But you know what? If you buy the PowerRatings.com, you get the—I got a chart for you that shows that over and under. So when you when you combine the two teams. Uh, over and under rating together. You can go to the chart, and the chart will tell you what the total for that game should be. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to re-listen to that whole segment there. <laughs> <laughs> About ten times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm gonna... Your wife will be saying, but your wife will wake up in the middle of the night and you say, Bob, Bob, you're talking over and unders. <laughs> Uh, Alabama, their tussle with Florida, is that going to have any long-term effect on them, uh, positive or negative? Always positive. Uh, Whenever you're in a close game like that, you only get better by playing great competition and close games. The blowout games, them winning, beating Mercer by whatever they want to beat them by doesn't make them a better football team. Playing Florida on the road in front of that crowd, uh, that's going to make them a better football team. Bryce Young's going to become a better quarterback, and they will become a better team. So I agree with I you wholeheartedly. Slightly, yeah, yeah. I dropped their rating slightly for that game. They're still five points better than the next best team, and that's Georgia. All right, look, I watched your power ratings live uh, Sunday. I loved it. You know, from your website, oh, you did good. Yeah, yeah, it, you did a great job. Watched it live from your website Sunday night. And, you know, the lines on this week's game game started out pretty high, but then they go down pretty quickly. Uh, why is that? Tell me how that all works. You're talking about the, the, the betting line and yes. the favorites dropping? Yes. yes. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, the sharp, Sharps look for underdogs. So early in the week, you know, they're, they're going to jump on live dogs, they think, that have a shot to win. They will stay off the high-profile favorites that they know people are going to bet on. Um, Cleveland Browns, let's say. Uh, I just don't think that they would want to jump on on uh, the Bears. Other than if the Bears are playing well and they think there's a shot the Bears could win straight up. But early in the week, you're going to see the pros jump on some, some live dogs. Later in the week, you're going to see the general public betting the favorites and driving those numbers up. Okay. All right. I understand it. By the way, folks, Go to KennyWhiteSports.com. Sunday nights at about, uh, I think it's 11 o'clock uh, or East or Central Time, be midnight yes. Eastern Time, you'll be able to get on there and watch. Uh, it, it's some great information, right, Kenny? Yeah, Brian and I will go over every game, and we both give our opinion on we, and we, we talk about what the early betting line was at the Westgate because there's a line that comes out on Thursday for the for the pre, for the next uh, the following week and we'll monitor what they opened it what they moved it to and then after the games are over 
what the new lines were posted. So we can give you a good update of where that market's going, where it's heading, and then where we think it's going to head and which direction. So, yeah, we think it's going to be a, a really good hit. It'll be great information for people that want to get a, you know, a head start on the NFL and start getting ahead on some betting lines because that's the only way to beat this sport is by getting the best number. And when you get that half point extra, you start winning those games by a half instead of losing by a half. All right. That great information once again, Kenny. That wraps it up, folks. The Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, the Wizard of Odds. We'll be back next week.